0: Take your girly to the movies if you can't make love at home. There's no little brother there who always squeals. You can do an awful lot in seven reels.
1: Hello and welcome to Paleo Cinema Podcast 203. My name is Terry Frost and it is the annual Newton Mass episode Um, As we know, I don't celebrate Christmas because I'm not a Christian, and I don't celebrate Hanukkah because I'm not Jewish, and I don't celebrate Kwanzaa because I'm not a person of colour, and so it's Newton Mass. I celebrate the birth of Isaac Newton and give gifts of knowledge. I'm kind of comfortable with that. Some people get a bit shitty with people who celebrate Newton Mass and say that it's conceit. But every kind of celebration in its own way is a conceit, so that's all fine. Anyway, um, I'll get the contact details out of the way now, and when we get back, I'm going to be playing you some platters. It's going to be an annual Christmas, Newton, Mess, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever, music episode. Paleo Cinema Podcast appears every two weeks. It's a podcast of classic movie appreciation. The only rule we have is that the movies have to be more than 20 years old. Uh, Feedback's important to podcasters, so if you'd like to leave reviews on iTunes, they'd be very welcome. You can also send voicemails or emails to feedbackpaleo at gmail.com or go to... The paleo cinema cafe on facebook you'll even frame me up on facebook as long as you're nice and civil and don't spit on the carpet just be aware that the podcast does have adult themes at times so just be aware of that uh anyway i'll get on with the show now and um i hope you enjoy it okay so i've had the week off and um relaxed and chilled out went for a country drive with sally yesterday where we ate lovely food and drank great coffee and, in general, had a a really nice time of it. Um, We've done a bit of Christmas shopping, but we're doing some of it online. I think we've killed it all, and we've beaten the horrible crowds that come along later in the month and turn the whole shopping experience into a nightmare for anybody who doesn't own a shop. I could go on to a rant here about neoliberalism and late-stage capitalism and the consumer urge and all that kind of thing, but I won't do that. Instead, um, I'm just going to play you some music. I want to make it upbeat music because a lot of people have expressed the opinion on social media that 2016 was a singularly shitty year, and there's an argument for that. There's also an argument for the fact that it's no shittier than a number of other years, but to assuage the frazzled nerves of Some of my friends and listeners, I'm going to play some tunes Uh, and I'm going to start right now with some dirty boogie by Winoni Harris.
2: Old Maid, old Maid, stop acting like a baby child. Old Maid, old Maid, stop acting like a baby child you got 63 before you started running wild. Well, I'm looking for a gal. She's got to be young and neat. Well, I'm looking for a gal. She's got to be young and neat. What good is your stove if you don't give out no heat? for love and romance but you let it pass you by cause when you was ten you used to run from men you kept on sitting on it all the time when you were fifteen you was a natural queen but you kept on sitting on it all the time when you was twenty-two you didn't know what to do when you was twenty-five you thought about that child but you kept on sitting on it all the time you kept on sitting when you was thirty-one, you was hot as the sun. You kept on sitting on it, oh When you was 38, it still wasn't too late. But you kept on living on it all the time. Kept on living on it all time. When you was 44, men were still knocking at your door. Kept on living on it all the time. When you was 49, you changed your mind. When you was 52, you still knew what to do. But you kept on living on it all the time. You kept on living on it all the time. Now, 63, you're too old for me, so keep on sitting on it all the time.
1: And that was when only Harris was sitting on it all the time. A little bit of age shaming from the 1940s with uh, something of a dubious moral code about it. But I like it. Okay, so we're going to go on to Mark Murphy. In 1998, I was in Seattle, Washington, and I saw Mark Murphy live in a very small jazz club in town in Seattle, and he was drunk as a skunk. Um, But nonetheless, he's a good jazz singer. His first album in 1957 is terrific, and he's done a number of other albums since then that are really good. And this is from Mark Murphy Sings, mostly Dorothy Fields and Cy Coleman. And you know, he's a great jazz singer. Really got he had a way of reinterpreting um, standards in slightly unusual ways. This one's a little less unusual than some of them, but um, I kind of like it, and it's much better than the Barbra Streisand version of When in Rome.
3: Though now and then your problems fall within the errant mate department. Forget the transatlantic call, don't notify the State Department. For when on foreign shores I am, very truly yours I am. But if inclined to play I am, dear heart, that's the way I am. Reasons I don't explain I remain Enjoying a brew Don't implore My fondness for Fundador You know how a fundador Can lead To a few And maybe when In Rome I do As the Romans do chance I'm saying farewell to France, and romance drops in from the blue. Cher amour, I beg of you, please endure my taking a brief detour with somebody new. It's just that when in Rome. I lie to you prettily. Why think of me bitterly? You know that I'm true. Except now and then in Rome. I get that all the in Rome. And that's truly when in Rome I do as the Romans do. If I write, I have to Mr. Wishes are from an Apple Don't cable me snappily, do tell me with proof. Cause once again in Rome, in somebody's dead in Rome. Well, for sick cat, then in Rome, I do as the Romans disregard the signs and the omens. When in Rome, I do as the Romans.
1: Marlene Dietrich was an interesting phenomenon. There's a trope around at the moment saying that certain people are famous for being famous, and Marlene Dietrich arguably was that. She wasn't a good singer particularly. She wasn't an actor of wide range, but she was striking, had a presence, and was a star because she was forthright about her sexuality. She there was no shit in her. She wouldn't take any shit, and she wouldn't give any shit. She was. A straight shooter in a lot of ways. And I like her. I mean, she did a lot of work in World War II to support the Allied effort. She um, lived life on her own terms. And in general, she was, again, I've spoken about this before in the podcast, one of those women of the 20th century that plays well to a 21st century audience. And so I'm going to play a song of hers that never appeared in a movie. I've just checked IMDb to be sure. But it kind of shows that even though Marlene Dietrich wasn't a good singer, particularly, somehow she put the tune across and the song across. And and that's kind of a a talent all its own. This one's called You Go To My Head. And when I was listening to it, it reminded me a lot of Madeleine Camp playing Lily von Stupp in Blazing Saddles, which of course was a pastiche of Marlene Dietrich, but an affectionate one. I think anybody who... Takes the piss out of Marlena Dietrich in a movie. Does so with a lot of respect. So anyway, here it is, you go to my head. <laughs>
4: And I find you spinning round in my brain Like a bubble in a glass of champagne You go to my
5: head
4: Like a sip of sparkling burgundy brew And I find the very mention of you Like the kicker in a julep or two The thrill of the thought That you might give a thought To my plea Cast a spell over me Still I say to myself Get a hold of yourself Can't you see that this never can be Yoga With a smile that makes my temperature rise Like a summer with a thousand July You intoxicate my soul with your eyes Though I'm certain that this heart of mine Hasn't a ghost of a chance in this crazy romance) Your right like a summer with a thousand July, you intoxicate my soul with your eyes, though I'm certain that this heart of mine hasn't a ghost of a chance in this crazy romance.
1: Once upon a time in the early 1980s, I house sat for a gay couple in Bondi Junction. They were away in the US for two months, so I got a really nice flat for free for two months on the corner of Flood Street and Bondi Street in Bondi Junction in Sydney. It was a very cool place to live because you could get to the city easily on a bus. You could get down to the beach. There were tons of cool shops, and at that stage, back in the dim, dark past, it was possible, if you were unemployed, to keep body and soul together on the Dole. And that's what I did. I, I did a lot of reading. And there were a couple of cool things about the flat that I was looking after on the corner of Flood and Bondo Streets. It's in a building called Savona, which is still there. Uh, and one of them was, there was a waterbed, which was kind of cool. And I'd never slept in a waterbed before. The other thing was, there was an incredibly good record collection there. And so my friend said, yeah, do what you need to do. You know, treat the house as your own. I didn't wreck anything, by the way, except um, one switch on the stereo. But, um, yeah, and so I got access to this incredible record collection of classic jazz and things like that. And... One of the things that um, I played a lot was an album called Annie by Candlelight by Annie Ross from 1956. And the track I'm about to play is on that. Now, Annie Ross is an interesting character. In 1957, she joined up with Dave Lambert and John Hendricks for a really cool jazz singing trio called Lambert, Hendricks and Ross, which went on for about five or six years. Now the problem was Annie Ross at the time was a heroin addict, and became unreliable. In the early 1960s, for instance, she, um, living in Los Angeles, even though she was born in Surrey in England, living in LA, she had an affair with Lenny Bruce, amongst other people. But uh, she went back to England in the mid <coughs> in the mid 1960s, got her act together, got off the horse, and went on to have a long career, both as a singer. And as an actor as well, if you have a look at Superman Three, you'll see Annie Ross as the character Vera in Superman Three. She was also Granny Ruth in Basket Case Two, Frank Lotter's horror movie in 1990. So she and she's still around too, in spite of all of the trials and tribulations. She's 86 years old, and she still has a pulse. Now, having said that, this could be the curse of paleo cinema. And if you hear in uh, social media that Annie Ross died, you can blame me. But I like Annie Ross as a singer, really cool jazz singer. And this one, Gypsy in My Soul, is one of the best tracks she did.
6: If I am fancy free and love to wander, it's just the gypsy in my soul. There's something calling me From way out yonder It's just the gypsy in my soul Cause I've got to give vent To my emotions And I'm only content When I'm having my way There is no other life of which I'm fonder It's just the gypsy in my soul So if I'm fancy free And i love to wander Well, it's just that gypsy in my soul There's something calling me from way out y'all That gypsy in my soul Cause I've got to give vent To my emotions And I'm only content When I'm having my way There is no other life Of which I'm fonder And it's just That gypsy in my soul Strings, my heart has wings so if I'm fancy free and I love to wonder well it's just that gypsy in my soul I've got the sun in the morning got the moon I've got that tipsy gypsy in my soul.
1: This next track has been in two pretty good action films, actually. The first one was a Burt Reynolds directed movie called Sharky's Machine in the 1980s, which was kind of um, a Burt Reynolds attempt to do Laura. Um in a weird kind of way. It, it had a good supporting cast, Brian Keith was in it, for instance, Rachel Ward, um Vittorio Gassman playing a bad guy. And uh yeah, and there's some really nice stub work too in that one. But uh the second one around second time around, it was used by Quentin Tarantino in the nineteen nineties for Jackie Brown. And in both contexts it really does work well. Um, to enhance the mood of the piece, and it's Street Life by um, Randy Crawford, and yeah, it's of its time, so it's a slightly kind of dated piece of music, as indeed everything I play is dated, but um, yeah, it does have a kind of energy to it, and uh, yeah, I kind of like it. I like playing the Sharky's Machine soundtrack as well as the Jackie Brown soundtrack. Both of them are pretty damn good if you can get hold of them. So here's Street Life, Randy Crawford. I'm going to be honest with you. I've been in this situation before. And even before I was in uh, a situation like this next song, I liked the song. I bought it on a single when it came out. Um, I had an eclectic taste for a kid from the western suburbs of Sydney in the 1970s. But, uh, you know, you got to go where your heart is. And listening to late-night radio kind of got me into some weird head spaces and some very unusual music a lot of the music of the 1970s didn't grab me particularly the kind of music that people in my part of town liked in the 1970s it really wasn't my jam but this kind of stuff was so I decided that um, I'd buy it on a single and the single skipped a lot so it was only years later that I actually got it on cd And I had a a clean version of it. But, uh, yeah, and now I've got it, of course, on MP3. But, um, yeah, it's a very cool R&B hit. Um, A lot of people like it. Some people don't. But it kind of works for me. And it's Billy Paul's Me and Mrs. Jones.
7: But it's much too strong To let it go now Well, it's time for us To be leaving. It. it hurts so much It hurts so much inside Now she'll go her way And I'll
1: Time for some Italian music because Italian music. Um, this one's by Piero Piccioni and it's from a movie soundtrack in the 1960s. I don't, don't have too many details about it, but it's in a compilation. There's a three disc compilation called Beat from Cindicita, which came out about 15 years ago. And it's music from 1960s uh, Italian films. Very cool stuff. There's um, a lot of different people in there, there's a little bit of Morricone. But it's got Piero Pagonian in in there and um it has people like Risottolani's music in there, Nora Olandi, Nico Fidenko, and all of those people who did soundtracks in for kind of cheap Italian movies in the nineteen sixties. This particular track is one that I I do like and it's a little bit of um kind of very cool Italian with a bit of Hammond organ in it and it's called Easy Dreamer by Piero Piccioni. I played the next track on Paleo Cinema before, but I like it, and I thought I'd chuck it in with all of this other stuff. It's from the Man From U.N.C.L.E. soundtrack, the recent Man From U.N.C.L.E. film, not the previous ones. And it's Luigi Tenco's Il Mio Regno. But it's a very kind of interesting little piece of Italian pop culture from the 1960s. Luigi Tenco committed suicide in the 1960s, so he's seen very much as a tragic figure. But um, I kind of like this track. And it's used quite unusually in the movie. I'm not going to spoil it. You should actually check out Guy Ritchie's The Man from Uncle movie because it does have its moments. And here it is, anyway, Il Mio Regno. <laughs>
8: tu sei stata regina del regno che un giorno sognai e tu, mio caro vecchio albero tu sei stato il castello d'un regno e pure lo sai d'un regno con un solo soldato Cercava le streghe, voleva cacciare, assassate, d'un regno che ogni di riviveva. I mille e mille e mille c'era una volta. Se non m'avessero detto. Le fiabe sono storie non vere. Il mio regno avrei un regno con un solo soldato cercava le streghe, voleva cacciare sassate, un regno che ogni dì riviveva, di mille e mille e mille, c'era una volta use, non mi avessero detto
1: The Netflix short series Luke Cage had one of the best soundtracks of 2016. In fact, it's probably the best soundtrack ...to a Marvel movie ever... ...and I'm including Guardians of the Galaxy in that. It is just perfect. It's pitch perfect. It's culturally perfect. It's recognises the history of black music... ...and it's got people like the Delphonics... ...and of course... ...the lovely and unfortunately recently deceased... ...Sharon Jones... Uh, ...with the Dap Kings... ...doing 100 Days 100 Nights... ...which I only ever found out about... ...by watching Luke Cage... But it's on my playlist at the moment, and I really do like it. And here it is, one hundred days,
5: one
9: hundred nights.
1: One of my friends and other people I respect were grieving this year because David Bowie stepped on the rainbow. Now I was never a particular David Bowie fan it really wasn't in my kind of realm of music and there, I can recognise the, the quality of what he did and the way he reinvented himself and all of that jazz but wasn't one of my favourites and, and it's awkward in social media particularly when a lot of your friends are deeply grieving for a particular artist with whom you have no a rapport. Having said that, I'm going to play an early David Bowie track that I do like, just recognising um, David Bowie's life and career, and it's not quite what you expect.
10: I was walking the high street, when I heard footsteps behind me, and there was a little old man, in scarlet and grey, chuckling away, well <laughs> he trotted back to my house, and he sat beside the telly, with his tiny hands on his tummy, chuckling away. Laughing all day. I ought to report you to the gnome of No, puppies. I'm a laughing gnome and you can't catch me. I'm a laughing gnome and you can't catch me. (laughs) Said the laughing gnome. Well, I gave him roasted toadstools. And a glass of dandelion wine Uh, Then I put him on a train to Eastbourne Carried his bag And gave him a fag Have
3: you got a light, boy? Yeah, where
10: do you come from?
3: No, Land, Land
10: (laughs) Oh, really? In the morning When I woke up He was sitting on the edge of my bed With his brother whose name was Fred (laughs) he brought him along to sing me a song. All right, let's hear it. What's that clicking noise?
9: That's great. Here's next
10: I'm a laughing gnome and you can't catch me. Ah, ah, ah. He, he, he. I'm a laughing gnome and you can't catch me.
9: <laughs> oh, no, I'm a gnome, anyway.
10: I... Haven't you got a gnome to go to? No, we're gnomes they need you to get your hair cut at school. You look like a rolling gnome. Yeah, look at the London school of Economi. Now they're staying up the chimney. And we're living on caviar and honey. Cause they're earning me lots of money. Fighting comedy pros for radio shows. It's the uh, it's the gnome service, of course. Ha ha ha,
1: Yep, it's the Laughing Gnome, and David Bowie could have been another bird of cribs if he really had played his cards right. But anyway, on to something a bit different and a little bit of surf rock from Sydney in the 1960s. This band was very big when I was a young child and um, the track I'm about to play was on pretty you know, frequent circulation on a lot of the radio stations. It is Ray Brown and the Whispers with 20 Miles, a classic of Australian 1960s pop. And I say pop advisedly because the um, track I've got's a little bit scratchy. Short and sweet, which is always a good way with a pop tune. Um, speaking of pop tunes, this one was from uh, another one that was on lot, really frequent rotation on um, a lot of the radio stations in Sydney when I was a kid, the AM stations. And um, it's by a band that pretty much is just a roll. The name of the band is just a roll call for the people in the band. And it is Dave D. Beaky, Mick and Titch. And it is their classic, The Legend of Xanadu.
3: Esta es la leyenda de Sanadu.
1: this one before and I'm going to play it again probably. It's a favourite that I'd lost for many years. I didn't even know the name of it but I had about half of it on a cassette that I taped off the radio and it's only years and years and years and years and years and years later that I found out what the name of the tune was and who sang it. And it is It Ain't Necessarily Burt Avenue by Spanky and Our Gang and it's a little bit of 1960s hippie nostalgia and I've got a great fondness for hippie people. The gentle, I've never been hit by a hippie. And um, this is just, you know, a little bit silly, but a little bit cool as well.
0: You lost your cool in the fall You stumbled and you fell Right down to the bottom Nobody cared at all But for me You would have stood there with egg on your face The bitter taste of old champagne Up to your neck in rain All the leaves are painted brown in November You painted the town in July Then you went and got yourself shot down in December and forgot how to fly. But for me, you would still be in that mad little world, like sad little girls I know, up to their minds in snow.
11: Here's a prescription for convalescent hippies. You ought to know. You ought to know.
6: Get some Japanese beer. So,
11: let yourself,
3: go Northwest
6: Orient
3: It shall ride on a plane And get it to London
0: I know that you have a ball. You can take a go kart to Paris And get some sun in Thumb your nest at De Gaulle When you get out of jail Fly to Miami, I'll be in the grove
3: Digging the plains up above Up to my heart in love
1: That's just almost about it for this particular music podcast. I'm going to leave you with um, a little bit of an upbeat track because we need an upbeat track after 2016 has been whatever the fuck it was. And it is from Chet Baker, a man whose life had its ups and downs and its trials and tribulations and its hassles and um, upswings and everything else. But, uh, yeah, maybe Chet Baker should see us out for 2016. Anyway... Look after yourselves. Have a a great holiday season. Stay warm for fuck's sake if you're up in the Northern Hemisphere because it doesn't look nice up there at the moment. All of that white shit on the ground, it looks like basically Al Pacino's nose at the end of Scarface. Hope you get everything you need and half of the things you want and that uh, it's it's a good season for you. Just ignore the arseholes in your family. Every family's got arseholes. It's um, a universal trait and... All you can do is take solace in the fact that you're a better person than the old souls in your family, and that's something that I've lived by for the last almost half a century, really. But uh, look after yourselves, take care, kiss the ones you love, um, as long as they don't have cold sores, and um, yeah, and and really, I'll be back next year, of course, doing more of this kind of thing. And also talking about movies occasionally. But yeah, really really look after yourselves. And if you're down here in the Southern Hemisphere, keep your liquids up, put on sunscreen, and enjoy your barbecues. Um, As usual, after this track, there's going to be the credits of the podcast, including the two carries, who I haven't yet added to the end credits, and I apologise to both of those gents for that. But anyway, I'm going to leave you with Chet Baker, and with all of my very best wishes for the year,
11: Look for the silver lining, Whenever a cloud appears in the blue, Remember somewhere the sun is shining. So the right thing to do is make it shine for you A heart full of joy and gladness Will always banish sadness and strife So always look for the silver lining And try to find the sunny side of life A heart full of joy and gladness Will always banish sadness and strife So always look for the silver lining And try to find the sunny side of life
1: Thank you to all of the Patreon subscribers and here are the credits in the style of movie credits to acknowledge and thank all of them. We have Tom, our focus puller Sarah, our special effects technician Ian, our caterer Grant, our technicolor consultant Claire, our script doctor Gary, our prop master Morris, our music director Jan, our dialect coach Armin, our key grip Matt, our rattlesnake wrangler Elaine, our scientific advisor. Julia, our casting director. Chris, our camera operator. Christopher, our gaffer. Miss Jane, the wardrobe mistress. Tansy, the Foley artist. Alyssa, the location scout. Mark, our second unit director. Paul, our special makeup effects director. Tammy, our donut wrangler. Tim, our New York unit director. Rabbi Steve, our spiritual advisor. Steve, our script doctor. Dylan, our goat wrangler. Eric, our set security lead. Carrie, our second script doctor. Richard, our set photographer. And our extras, Kathleen, Mark and David. And let's not forget Steve Sullivan, our director of Monster Effects. And Richard C., our transportation co-captain. So thank you very much to all the subscribers. And you too can subscribe at patreon.com slash paleocinema.